Okay. I've yeah. started the recording on that. Do you want to just count us in for the? Do you want to do you want to finish your banana first? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> do you? Do you, <laughs> you want to finish that banana, or uh, we're just gonna do this live? You know, fucking. God damn it! No, I. Go into it, good. We're doing live. Man. We're banana. Yeah, I thought he was just talking me out. It's fine. I'll react. You're good. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> no, come on. Come on. Fucking do it. <clears throat> All right. So, mm-hmm. uh, we watched Unleashed last episode yep. with Kate Micucci. Uh, today we're watching Unleashed, and this is actually not. This is not even the second Unleashed movie we watched, and I'm very confused about this trilogy. So, how does Scooby Doo mm-hmm. Monsters yeah, Unleashed fit into this? I don't. Like I'm thinking, it's, it's gotta be the third one, right? It's gotta be the third, yeah. Like, well, like there was a monster unleashed in this one. In this one, <laughs> sure. It was, it was, it was. Was Bob it Bob Hoskins? Hoskins? <laughs> he kept on getting unleashed from car accidents. His soul would unleash from his body and then just leash back in somehow. Oh man! W- welcome to Rough Cuts, everyone. That's a good banana you're eating. That was right a good there. banana. That was a good banana. <laughs> All right. Fuck. Dogs, they're coming. They're coming your way. They'll be here soon. So let me work this through one more time. I don't pay you. You take his collar off. Correct, Amondo. You take his collar off, he beats us all to death. So it's in my best interest to keep that collar on. When you finish with the master, kill the dog. Who's there? I fed you, I trained you. I decide when there's no more killing. You're my dog. <laughs> it's not going to make a good audio podcast for you to just constantly shake your head at me. People have to understand your disappointment with me in an audio format. So like express your disappointment. Welcome to Rough Cuts. This is our banana eating ASMR podcast mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where we watch movies with dogs in them. And they're good boys and bad films, and then we rate the dogs at the end. That way you don't have to watch the movie, but you get the same experience. Uh, I'm definitely not now moving a chair into the I'm voice. This is my incredibly prepared co-host, <laughs> Ileon. Listen, bananas, chairs, who needs them? It's all, I'll get it when we're live, it's fine. Don't worry about it, I'm sure this will work out great for the podcast. You've got this one, right? You're editing? Sure. Last episode, we watched Unleashed with uh, Kate Micucci. We were joking about watching Unleashed with Jet Li. And here we are watching Unleashed, the unrated cut. And Mm -hmm. boy, was it unrated because I don't know what the fuck you would do with this movie. What would you rate it as? I think that I would rate one half of the movie as PG. (laughs) I'd rate the other half of the movie as R. Yes, like, it's two movies. <laughs> three movies, maybe. It's, it's kind of like, three, yeah. Bob Hoskins is definitely in a different movie than Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yes. Every <laughs> like, time Morgan no. Freeman's on screen, it is a different film. Morgan 100%. Freeman, like, talks and he's like, oh, uh, oh, uh, there's something scary. Butts. Like, he, like, that's his swears. Like, oh, gosh darn, oh, no. And then Bob Hoskins comes on and he goes, you fucking wankers. <laughs> Cut your fucking balls off, you fucking assholes! And you're like, this is a swearing up a storm. wildly swinging movie. <laughs> there, there, God, this is a roller coaster of emotions. Uh-huh. And then, and then after the Bob Hoskins swearing up a storm with a with his normal, regular British accent, and after Morgan Freeman doing a Morgan Freeman scene, which has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. We get a Jet Li scene doing Kung Fu, which has nothing to do with the other two scenes. 
It's tangentially related to the Bob Hoskins stuff, kind of. <laughs> There's so much about this movie that reminds me of a video game, especially the PS2 era. If you play yeah. any of the PS2 era action games, it's so much that. <laughs> well, it's also the thing that I had a bit of a difference of opinion on you with that. Or at least, like, I feel like another mm -hmm. really good example of that is... Because it was in all of the media in the early 2000s. Like, uh -huh. you had... It was that edgy... It's a super edgy teen thing. But it very much reminds me of, like, the movies of the time. And in particular, things like... Underworld, Underworld for sure. Like, Van like, Helsing, Van Helsing, like all those really, really edgy action films. Like honestly, the one, which is also a Jet mm -hmm. Li movie. Like it's, it's super that stuff. It is a hundred and ten percent. It's got like a more than a little bit of Leon the Professional in it, and like, yeah, that kind of thing. Also, it also kind of reminds me of like a Chow Yun Fat movie. In, mm -hmm. in a way, like not not Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but no. the later ones where it's like Chow Yun Fat with a bunch of white people. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I mean, the Leon the Professional ties are the fact that Luke Besson wrote and executive produced this one, and obviously mm -hmm. Luke Besson is the director of Leon the Professional. Uh, so it's also it's the uh, writer very... of Taken, I think, the, the Taken series. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, what a weird movie this is. So, uh, how how do we justify watching this unleashed, Ileon? Well, Jet Li's a good boy. He's a dog. He's a dog. His name is literally Danny the Dog. And to elaborate on this, we have Bob Hoskins here talking about how Danny's a dog. You basically turned a man into a dog. Danny, you're a dog. But also, he, he goes on a speech in the movie about it, but they, what it is is he, like, raises Danny to be an attack dog. He puts a collar mm -hmm. on him, he calls him a dog, he, like, they, they do everything but have him go into a cage on all fours and have Oz Perkins lead him, lead him around on a leash through the city wearing well, Hawaiian t-shirts. That would be perverted. I think George is getting a chubby. <laughs> you shut up, Lefty. You're the one getting a fucking on, not me. It would have been a way better movie. I you can't have Jet Li on a... see it, though. <laughs> you can have Jet Li in a dog collar on a leash being led around. Oh, no, they did that in Quigley. Uh, yeah, sure did. Not with Jet Li. God, could you imagine Quigley with Jet Li? I would love to see Quigley's Jet Li. Jet Li's Quigley. <laughs> Quigley's Jet Li. Jet Li's Quigley. The crossovers we didn't know that we deserved. I mean, so the Quigley director follows us on Twitter. We should ask him to make a Jet Li movie. God. Yeah, I'm sure that Jet Li will just hop for the chance. Gary Busey. Jet Li. Christopher Atkins. And Oz Perkins. His name is Quigley. And he's my very best friend. That's quite a dog you've got there. Thank you. <laughs> Quigley. Oh, man. Okay, we, we've got off the rails already. Um, yes, we have. This, oh. this is like a classic, classic story of, like, someone holding power over someone, them gaining independence, and then fighting back. It's like the most basic, basic story. But the way it's told... If, I was gonna say, if you put... If you consider that that story is told through leashing Jet Li into your basement and yeah. telling him bark, bark <laughs> all the time you're a bork, dog. Bork, then, bork. Yes. Yep, it's certainly basic. <laughs> it, like you said, it's a very basic revenge kind of like independent story. Learn to love family and not be violent thing. It's a but family movie. It's about family, it, it, really, about when you think family, about it. Yeah. yeah. I've got to think of you as family. But um, there's that, but there's so much weird shit that just yes. happens. Well, because... Because this is a Luc Besson family movie is why. Like, that's really what it felt like. I was like, like, okay, yeah. And they're like, yeah. you can feel that Luc Besson oozing out of every pore of this thing. And... It's so wild how much this has in common with Airbud. It's not fair. Yes. It's not fair. They do have a scene where Bob Hoskin goes like, Come to me, Danny. Come on, boy. Come on, buddy. Come here, buddy. Look, I got you a treat. If you come to me, I'm going to get you some good treaties. And, and then Danny's new family is on the other side going, No, Danny. No. No, 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 no. no. 
they do an airbud scene they gently they they definitely airbud gently there's nothing that says that airbud can't kung fu kick a man out a window god <laughs> okay listen how much better would it be if they actually just hold up if they just replace gently with airbud this no, movie so goes we up how many notches a, the new the new airbud movie where airbud has the greatest sport of all Mankind. Hunt, hunting man. Hunting mankind. That's this film. <laughs> it's Airbud with Kung Fu that hunts mankind. That's oh. the film. We made the this is the movie. I this movie's fucking weird. I I think I like it in a way, <laughs> but also, man, this movie. So it starts out with Bob Hoskins. Well, it starts in media res with Jet Li just beating the shit out of guys, actually. It does. Yeah. And then it, Bob Hoskin goes, see when you don't pay, the collar comes off. I, I, right, right, <laughs> go, right, come, right. Come a time. <laughs> I'll kick you in the bollocks again if you don't pay me on time. <laughs> yeah. Oi, okay. back in the car. Fucking beast. Fucking wanker. Fuck, goddamn. And, uh, it's, he's trained Danny, Jet Li, to be this attack dog where he has a collar on him, and then he uses him for collections, because he's some mm-hmm. crime... He's like some he's crime, crime mob collector. Yeah. He's a loan shark of some that, kind, That I first guess. fight scene's really funny, because it's in a ball pit factory. It sure is, yeah. With inflatable, like, tubes that people take to the pool. and Yeah, it's got, like, dinghies and pool toys and all these things, and Jet Li's just... Attack Everybody gently is it. kicking is falling on these soft like rubber balls <laughs> into ball pits. Yeah. And then he snaps their arm in seven places, anyways. So it's kind of like, just like Dashcon. <laughs> I mean <laughs> looks about as fun as their ball pit. Yeah. But okay, so as as they're driving back from the ball pit factory uh to an ant wasn't an antique store they're going to right away but yes yeah yeah the point is is they're driving back no because they go to the jeweler they go to the jewelry first because that's kind of an inciting incident on that drive over uh bob hoskins is telling the story about how he banged some chick this one time in his dreams at a hula bar (laughs) (laughs) bob hoskins is the worst fucking crime boss in this like oh my god he's sitting there and his subordinates are like Oh god! Like doing like the parasite meme oh, of like god. they're driving him and he's in the back yep. and they're just like doing the grumpy face and he's just like, so I had this dream last night and they're like, ah oh, fuck, <laughs> no, not yeah. again. Because every time they're in the car, he does a dream conversation. What a dream last night. And they're both arguing about like who got a chub listening to his dream. Oh god, that he's talking about and who didn't. No, you got a chub. No, you're just so, so filthy. <laughs> it's like what? What is going on? And well, then Bob Hoskins is immediately like, uh, yeah, you're the hard one. Anyways, my dream ended with all of the ladies that I was smooching getting blown to bloody pieces. I have no <laughs> idea if this is related to anything in my life. Is Anyways, let's go do anything. some incredible, horrible yeah. violence to people, which is definitely not affecting my dreams. Can't understand why I can't sleep. Anyways, off yep. we go. Because he's just taking Danny place to place collecting. He stops by a jewelry store, mm-hmm. uh, goes to the back room and is like, all right, pay me. Uh, how about we kick your ass instead? Shit, I didn't think about this. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, because he's like, oh, when the collar comes off and you'll be in trouble. And they're like, so we just stop you from reaching the guy's collar and we get to beat the shit out of you and he does nothing? He's like, oh, hey, yeah. I, uh, I didn't think about this very well. <laughs> <laughs> so then they grab Bob Hoskins and beat the shit out of him. Yeah, they beat the shit out of him. And then somebody accidentally removes his collar, I think. No, 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 no. Bob Hoskins, Bob Hoskins does a kung fu. Oh, wait, he, like, he grabs, grabs a tom fud, like, starts beating some fucking them. people. Yeah. And the whole time he's like, Bob Hoskins does a minor kung fu. I'm fucking Mario with the Tompa. Get out of here. He he breaks the one dude's shin with the Tompa, actually. Like, they they show him hit the guy's shin and it bend backwards. It's pretty like... And then Danny just goes on a a spree kung fuing all of them. And Mm. and jumps out into the, the store part of the jewelry store, just beating on the guy who owns the place, as a bald pervert. Is staring at them, <laughs> licking his lips. 
face pressed against the glass, just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I like. Yep. And then after Bob collects the shit, he sees the pervert. He's like, what the hell are you looking at? Oh, I just really liked the show. And Bob goes, all right. Anyway, let's let's fucking. I know that I turned this man into a dog, but what you're doing there is real disturbing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah, and he's yeah. not wrong. Is the thing. So so then they're like, all right, you want to go to the antique store next to collect that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just make sure not to pick up any like shit that we don't need. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah. So so they drive by and the was, antique store. And Bob's already, like, really, I, I just wanted to say, like, yeah. Bob's really mad at Danny because he's like, even dogs know to protect their masters. Like, it shouldn't matter if the collar is off. You should listen to my commands. Mm-hmm. Even though it's like, my brother in Christ, you trained the dog. He, he you trained, trained Danny did. with a Pavlovian response of when he removes the collar, he attacks. Yes. And then he's yeah. mad that Danny doesn't break that to protect him now that he's mm-hmm. beaten that into him. So he's already, like, all beat to shit, and he's mad, and they're like, should you go home? And he's like, no, we gotta make our collections. So then they go to the antique store, and Mm -hmm. he's extra, extra mad at Danny, and goes like, look, I have a light here. You look at the light, and I'll uh, watch the red light. When the red light goes off, you've gotta go in and rescue us, okay? And He set up, like, a complicated remote-controlled light. (laughs) Yeah, I have no idea. He's... Bob Hoskins is a villain with presentation. <laughs> he's, he's doing a whole thing. It's like Danny's big entrance. It's like, okay, Danny, put on this top hat and have this cane. And then when the light comes out, you come tap dancing out. <laughs> like, yep, yep. You tap dance in and then save the day. It'll be hilarious. <laughs> It'll be so good. Nobody will expect it. Yeah. Why don't you just bring Danny with you? Oh, you, you know. <laughs> that's not good for the show right like so so then danny's left in the basement with all these pianos and he's constantly distracted by the piano he's like oh piano oh shit yeah they show a scene of him like reading a picture book in his Mm -hmm. cage that has piano and he's like oh piano i love piano and he just keeps petting Mm -hmm. it so. so so he wanders over to a piano and presses one of the keys and it's horribly out of tune so morgan freeman who just happened to be there shows up and is like Hey, I'm here to tune these pianos. You want to sit down and help me tune the piano? Yes. Okay, Danny. Let's take five minutes of this film to tune this piano. This film has some pacing issues. (laughs) But while Bob and his his lackeys are in the next room getting their ass kicked the whole time, Danny gets distracted by this piano tuning. And then Morgan Freeman's like, hey, wasn't... Do you hear that noise? It's almost like there's a... Like, there's a light going off or something? Do you hear that? Like, a light? You know, the light that Bob set? <laughs> and then he's like, no, I don't remember that. Anyways, let's keep tuning this piano. <laughs> and then it clicks, like, oh, shit, okay. Bob, right. <laughs> oh, my God, I left the oven on. <laughs> and, and then Bob's in the other room. And you know what? He's perfectly fine. They he's kick all dead. of their asses anyways. Yeah, he's absolutely not He's certainly not dead. He's definitely not dead, covered in blood, laying on the floor when Danny goes yep. in. And he gets yep. up and gets really mad at Danny. Yep. yep. Oh, man. Uh, so so then as he's leaving, I think, that weird yep. pervert that was at the jewelry store confronts him. Yes. And he's like, hey, Bob Hoskins, I got a, I got a proposition for you. Yeah? Okay, we're going we're gonna to enter you into this, this fighting ring. And all you got to do is show up. And they do a quick time event. And if you do the quick time event correctly, we'll give you like 15,000 pounds or something. Specifically a Mad Max fighting ring. Because everybody Mm -hmm. in that fighting ring is in leather gimp suits and fishnet uh, shirts. Or one guy in literally chainmail shirt. Um, with like mohawks and leather sh- leather gloves, leather fingerless. Uh, it's it's gloves like they're at a, and... a blade rave Holy or something, yes. right? Yeah, <laughs> it's a scene straight out of fucking Blade Two. So you get like this long, introspective, like six minute scene of Morgan Freeman gently being like, 
So this is how you tune the piano. See, ah, isn't that nice? <laughs> Tap it a little harder. Oh, you're such a good boy, Danny. What a good dog. And then like two minutes later, you're in fucking Blade 2 rave scene. He's like punching a guy in the throat it's, as he vomits up blood. It's just and you're like, I just And in the background, you hear uh, Bob Hoskins' voice being like, Oh, you fucking cocks! <laughs> and you're like... <laughs> What is this movie? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. five distinct different styles going on at the same time. Uh, so, so they pay Bob his fifteen thousand because Danny mm-hmm. just like mopes his way into the ring and like throat punches the guy and then mopes his way out of the ring yeah. like a, like a toddler immediately murders him and the guy's like uh so um <laughs> next time this is a betting fighting ring if you can just like not insta one shot my dude (laughs) as the champion that would probably make people bet more so uh yeah (laughs) and and on the drive home bob's like you know what that dream i had with the hula girls and everybody dying a horrible horrible death i think that was just like a metaphor have you heard of freud freud is a person and he goes on like reading the wikipedia article (laughs) for freud for like four minutes and uh-huh. he's like, anyways, I think that relates to my dream. I think it means I'm going to make a bunch of money and retire. I'm going <laughs> to retire. It's my day of retirement, everyone. My last day. <laughs> and then they hit the dog with a truck. <laughs> they sure do. That's what makes us such a good team. The hmm. brains and the broom. I'll tell you, this is going to be one Lovely die. Oh, Jesus! Fuck! Ah! Does that count as the dog getting hit by a car? Yes. Everybody in this movie death flags at all times, and nobody dies. I was gonna say, they don't. That's that's the best part, is that. So they get hit by a semi. And then, like, and they got, like, fucking destroyed by the semi. There's almost no way that anyone would survive this car accident. But to just make sure 1,000% that you understand that everyone in this car is absolutely fucking dead, they, like, five gangsters roll out of the truck and a nearby car and pull out, like, AK-47s and M16s and just blow this car to fucking Swiss cheese. Like, they spend a good 30 seconds putting uh, holes in this car. And you even see Bob Hoskins in the back and he's like kind of, I'm still kind of alive. And then it's like five bullets him and he's like, like doing this big death thing. And Danny slinks away. And it's the jewelry store guy, not the pervert, but the one that was like, oh, you know, I just had to stop you the from one taking that the Bob beat off. Yeah. 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 The one that tried to kill Bob and he gets him back kind of thing. And then now Danny is free because Bob is dead. Bob obviously. is absolutely, Ob- absolutely, obviously without a dead. Doubt, dead. Like he would have died three times over in this scene. So then Danny goes back to the antique shop and passes out in mm-hmm. front of Piano Man, Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. Covered and, in blood. And Morgan Freeman takes him back to his house, puts him in, like, children's pajamas with dinosaurs on them. Yeah, and a cone so he won't lick. And then tucks him into bed and gives him a little kiss on the forehead. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> a ripe <laughs> kiss. Oh, Jesus, don't even get me started <laughs> on that. And... <laughs> And then, like, he wakes up two days later. He, he wakes up two days later, completely disoriented and scared. And then Morgan Freeman walks in with, like, milk and cookies. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. a grandma. And he's like, <laughs> I thought you'd be hungry after two days of being passed out. I'm telling the audience this so they know how much time has passed. <laughs> oh, man. This does a lot of telling the audience specific things. Yeah. And... And then Danny's, like, under the bed, so he gives him the food, and Danny, like, reaches one hand out and then slides the thing under the bed like a fucking monster. Yes. (laughs) 
and yeah. Morgan Freeman knows that he's there because he's like, oh, now if I woke up in somebody's house, I'd be rather scared too. And where's the safest place in the whole room? It's, it's, it's I explaining know. the situation Found you to the underneath audience. Underneath the bed. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it does explaining this whole little talky thing. Mm. It, it, I actually like I, that in a way, though, because he, he treats yeah. Jan- Danny like a child in a way. Like he kind of talks to him very, very reassuring. Morgan Freeman does a very good reassuring dad voice and stuff. Like he's very good as reassuring guy. So then Morgan Freeman's adopted daughter comes mm-hmm. home, Victoria, and she is like a golden retriever. <laughs> in, yeah, I was in gonna human say, form. She was way more dog than Jet Li was. That's what I thought the whole time. Like, yeah. Morgan Freeman just adopts dog people, and he has, like, the poor beaten, like, pound dog and his golden retriever pup that he brought, bought, like, as a pup. And it's just like, mm-hmm. hey, you want to play? You want to play? I'm a good boy. Do you want to go outside? I have a piano. Do you want a piano? Do you know how to play the piano? Can you see the keys? There's the keys. If you hit the keys, then they're really good. It, it plays music. Hey, I've been told that I talk a lot. Do I talk a lot? I think I talk too much. Hey, anyway, you want to play this piano? Fuck. <laughs> and then she sticks a piano beside the bed as he's laying under the bed. Yeah, like and he reaches out a hand and you hear, dink. And he goes, dink, dink, dink. And then he slides and he screeches under the underneath the bed. the bed again. <laughs> like a boogie bed. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, I, I found Sam this Casio keyboard at a Goodwill. You know how to use it? See? Fuck, I, I used to have a Casio like this. And nice, I never huh? learned how to play. Yeah. <laughs> it was my dad's. He died before I was born, and then my mom gave it to me. And she died in a car accident, but not until after she I'm sorry? God, she's more of a dog than he is. <laughs> Am I talking too much? You know, because I do that sometimes. And I, I really like her character. And I keep going on and on. You just tell me, okay? Um, <laughs> you can go help Sam with dinner. Okay. Um, you can join us if you'd like, or you can eat under here. You know, it's just the food goes down easier if you eat it sitting up. Yeah. Burp so much. My name's Victoria. Uh, that Casio synthesizer is just—it doesn't come uh, up again. I thought they would have used it more. Well, he—he's hugging it at breakfast when he finally he, he comes hugs out it like stuff. a teddy bear. And like, yeah, yeah he hugs true. it like a teddy bear. Yeah, he's oh, a very man. scared little puppy. This movie, gently hugging <sighs> a Casio keyboard like a teddy bear as he like pouts to breakfast is very yeah, good because they go to breakfast and they start eating yeah and then uh victoria starts laughing and then jet lee starts laughing and then morgan freeman starts laughing and then they're all like we're, we're all laughing, laughing. <laughs> we're laughing and it, it's the exact scene from pet cemetery too. it really is yeah it's the exact scene <laughs> it just goes on really weird and long <laughs> Great. I'll do it. <laughs> so, so then now that we've gotten to a point where they like kind of know each other, we have to do the the next best thing to get Jet Li away from fighting and rehabilitate him back into a, a normal home, which is to take him shopping. Yes, mm-hmm. we have to go to the store with Jet Li and then teach him how to tell how melons are ripe. Or not. Uh-huh. And this is where he learns bad things about the word ripe. <laughs> ripe means sweet. Oh, when your daughter kissed me, it was sweet. So that means it was ripe. You know what ripe means, don't you? No. Ripe means sweet. And sweet means good. The keys was ripe. And Morgan no, Freeman goes, no, 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 that's good. Never- no, no, bo- no, I'm gonna, Danny, bad, da- bad down, Danny, down. And then, then he hits Danny with a newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 bad Danny. No, that's, you don't talk, oh, don't talk like that. Bad Danny. So then, what was it? Oh, he tells Danny to go uh, take Victoria to school. Yes, yeah. And then pick her up after school. She's 18. She's so 18. She needs, I was going to say. She needs they, to be led to school every day. Yeah. Because he's worried about crime. I don't know. I, was, he, I don't know. He, he treats her like she's 10 or something. It's weird. Yes. 
Yeah. But so then Danny shows up after school, which is like, hey, Danny, uh, before we go home, you want to go do something else? But we were supposed to go home right away. No, that's cool. It's fine. Let's go get ice cream in the weirdest fucking cone you've ever seen. I have... I love these cones. I wish that I had them. It's, so it's They're... like the standard cone you can get anywhere for like, you know, in a huge stack of like 10 or 20 for $2. Yeah, yeah. like the really, really shitty like dollar but store. It's the cones. shitty ones, but it's a double cone. So it's like split in the middle with two cones. Yeah, it has like two tops to it. So you can put it's two so scoops weird. on it and still be one scoop. It's... It is the wildest thing. It looks incredibly unbalanced and strange. It kind of looks like, it looks like a dick cone. Is what it looks like. It's got yeah, like it's, two balls. It's at the just top so just... like absurd that it took me out of the film to be like, what the fuck is that cone? Like, where did they get that? What, I've why never did seen they just do a normal like code for this scene? It, there was some so intern running somewhere that was like, they're like, fuck, we need cones. Go find some cones. And he ran out and got them. And they're like, what the. fuck? Fuck did you fu- fuck it use them whatever I don't want to send know. him back we're money yeah, we're not gonna time is money do it twice yeah yeah, yeah. Right. We, we're losing light baby let's go oh man and then uh victoria teaches danny how to read music mm-hmm. uh so that he can play at carnegie hall later when he gets really good at playing the piano which keeps coming up because victoria has a, a piano recital coming yes. up so then danny's so obsessed with the piano and the casio that she decides to teach him how to read and how to play so obviously this is leading towards danny being a, a musician in mm-hmm. the future. yeah definitely so he can play carnegie hall which they've said multiple times about going to carnegie hall specifically but this whole section of the movie there's like a good god this is such a long portion it like, keeps like going 40, we're not done like with 40 this minutes yet. right yeah yeah but yeah there, there's just 40 minutes of family shit um I think that it's decent family shit. It's it. I didn't mind it. Like normally, family stuff is boring, and this is very. There's not a lot happening here, but it does a lot of character stuff, right? Like you get mm-hmm. a a good look at the family, and he they they're like, "Oh, Danny, you're part of our family too now." Like they have all these photos on the oh, wall. Yeah, they, they death like them real bad that with that, huh? But oh, they sure happen, do. But... Yeah, they do a lot of. They do a lot of death flagging and stuff. They've got all these photos on the wall, and it's like, oh, Victoria, this is where Victoria lost her dad, and then the mom died because of this. And like they, they explain like all the backstory of it. It's that Morgan Freeman's best friend died, and that was her dad. But mm-hmm. he really liked the guy's wife, so he married her what his wife and adopted the daughter. And then the wife died in a car accident, and that was what blinded Morgan Freeman. By the way, he's also blind. Thing that of we course. didn't mention. And then yeah like that so they kind of go through that whole thing and they just set up that oh danny is part of the family now and he's really defensive about his caller and eventually they end this whole section of the movie with this moment of her being like well you've let go of the rest of your life why don't you let me finally take off your collar which is Mm -hmm. when he would normally attack and we were wondering you said at the time you're like wait are they gonna actually have him attack them like yeah, it I'm like, so it up nothing's way. happened for so long. And then they're, and they're Bob really Hoskins is obviously extremely He's dead. dead. He's yeah, so like, absolutely dead. There's nothing to push the movie forward at this point. No. So the only thing that could happen is she takes off the collar and he accidentally like goes into his kill mode and kills her or something. And or, then or hurts he her and like, then runs away and goes back into crime somehow. Yeah, and realizes, like, like, I can never live this life. I have to, like, something with that response. And instead, you know what happens? Fucking nothing. Nothing at all. It doesn't Absolutely do... Absolutely nothing like, happens. Nothing. <laughs> no, no problem at all. So then, anyways, Danny's out getting groceries... And all of the henchmen and Bob Hoskins are all alive and find yeah, him just, and see him. Not, not only is he getting groceries, him. he's trying on funny hats, specifically. Yes. Yeah. And he buys yeah, yeah, the yeah. funniest hat, which is a Viking hat with, like, the the braided um, hair tassels it's, in the front. It's a Viking hat done in Scottish plaid with, yeah. like, hair tassels. It's the weirdest fucking hat. And, and then, it's amazing leaving, to see Jesse As he's leaving it. the funny hat shop. <laughs> yes. This sounds like a ship post. As Jet Li is wild. leaving the funny hat shop, he, he, uh, he bumps into 
the very, very dead, like neck snapped in the car accident. And henchman. then riddled with like 30 bullets. <laughs> yeah, yeah, henchman who's like, oh, Danny, you're alive. I'm alive too. Neither of us died. Isn't that crazy? Hey, do Anyways, you know we're going to come take you home. No, I lied. Bob's not dead at all. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You should come home and see your, your friend Bob. And then we see Bob Hoskins, who has like a neck brace and yeah. a cast on his arm where like one of those cast braces too, where it's like, there's like a wrapping around his waist mm-hmm. and like a stick for the arm and to prop the arm up. And as he's having a conversation with Danny, he's like, oh yeah, Danny, I'm alive. It's been a tough month, month. <laughs> which is like a month. They recovered from this unbelievably horrific car accident and being riddled with bullets in a month. And then Bob Hoskins also then goes, and you know, it's been a tough month, but I'm back and ready to roll, baby. And he like breaks his casts <laughs> like, right then. And he, he like, like pulls out a gun. He's like, he let's fucking out. go. I'm like, what? He literally breaks his casts. They were all fine. And it was a month. We have like, there's this whole, there's montages of I, time passing. Like multiple montages like of time passing. I think seasons that pass. Yes. Yes. In between these. And then he's like, I mean, like Jenny's hair a... grows out and he like yeah. learns to love again and talk to people and he learns piano. And they're like, yeah, it's been a month. And you're like, what? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Sure. Well, anyways, let's go back to the fighting ring, Danny. You thought that yeah. was over 40 minutes ago, but no, we're back. I, it just, just because... right turns immediately into this again and we're like, oh, okay, I guess. Sure. Oh man, so so he takes him back to the fighting ring, and Danny's like, "I don't want to hurt people anymore." What what was that, Yolanka? I don't want to hurt people anymore. You fucking bollocks, you piece of shit! What was that? I don't want to hurt people anymore. <laughs> Just keep going back and forth for like another five minutes in front of this fighting ring. What's wrong with you? I don't want to hurt people anymore. Excuse me, Danny. That's what you do. You hurt people. Not anymore. What the hell's happened to you? Who's been filling your head with this crap, hey? And then Bob's like, well, you're gonna have to fight now. And he pushes him into the pool. Fight or you die. Yep. Yep. And and then I guess Danny's just like playing keep away with this like pervert from Mad Max while the other (laughs) pervert watches on from above the bald pervert from before. Yeah, you get a guy with face tattoos, a big spiked mohawk, fishnet uh, shirt, fingerless leather gloves, combo, like camo pants, and yeah. uh, combat boots. <laughs> you know, right normal because stuff. Because of course you do. Yep. Yeah. And, and Danny's just playing keep away and running away and trying not to fight him. And then, oh, what was it? The... Uh... Oh, uh, did they did they call more people in first or no? I think he threw a weapon nope. in first. He a yeah, weapon. first he throws in an axe. Bob Hoskins yeah. is like, "Oh, let me change it up then," and throws in an axe. Throws an axe, and then Danny doesn't do anything with that. He just he does uh, the typical Danny thing that it turns out that happens constantly in this movie, which is get his shirt slightly cut to show that he mm-hmm. might get cut, but actually he won't be because he dodged slightly At- in time. Every enemy in this video game is a shirt ripper. They just rip his shirt. And he's like, and then Danny looks down and he's like, you ripped my shirt. You son that of a bitch. Really close to cutting me. God damn it. That's sharp. Don't do that. <laughs> yep. Yep. And then Danny like fends him off a little bit. So then the, the bald pervert is just like weapons. And everybody in the ring just starts tossing fucking weapons in battle axes. Yeah. After he, he throws in three other people first too. And then throws like, I'm going to change up the format. And And then it just keeps adding more and more enemies and NPCs to the fight. And it's just like, come on, man, this boss fight is bullshit. They throw in some great weapons too, like weird sledgehammers. There was like, hammers with spikes on the tops yeah. of them like there was like medieval war hammers medieval they had weaponry. some like yeah they had a battle axe with a skull in the middle of it 
what it's like the whatever props they, they found in the back of the the lot that they so were working that day. Good. Like, let's just wheel in all those medieval weapon props. Whatever. I don't fucking care. Like, honestly, I think that, that was an inspired choice. I do think that was oh, really man. good. It was funny as shit. So, so then Danny is about to die by all four of these people just shit kicking him in a circle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> multiple times as they're like underworld fighting and jumping around and like lifting him up by his feet and stuff like I, it makes they no sense hold him upside down with his by his ankles as three other people it's, punch it's him like, like, a, like he's a like slab a of meat and rocky or something yeah, yeah it's yeah, so yeah. weird so then then he hulks out again and beats all their asses and breaks their arms and legs and then he decides i'm not actually gonna kill them no more killing death so everybody's a, yelling and throwing things yeah, at him. And... Throwing bottles and shit. And then Bob gets mad and pulls out his gun and just shoots the guy. He's like, God damn it, now I'm not going to get paid. This sucks. Yep. So he just starts shooting all the other fighters and he gets all pissed off. Which, okay. <sighs> that seems unsporting, Bob. <laughs> Man, yeah. So then it hard cuts back to Morgan Freeman and Victoria just eating dinner and be like, Oh, I can't believe Danny ran away. Why would our dog run away? I can't believe our puppy ran away. Should we put up some posters? What do we do? We do we show his collar? He didn't have any name tags on his collar. Yeah, they didn't put his address on the collar. Like oh, they didn't even give him a chip yet. Like man, yeah, didn't you gotta chip your pets? So then Danny confronts <laughs> Bob about his mother because. Yes. And slowly remembering things in the Quiet Man video game from Square Enix cutscenes oh uh, about yeah. his mother. That's like somebody killed his mother while he was watching from a closet. And he's sort of remembering, but not really who or what. So he asked Bob, he's like, what happened to my mother? Well, your mother was a, a call girl. All right. Like, you shouldn't forget about your mother. She was nothing. I saved you. First, he says that he didn't know his mom. Yeah, he's been lying the whole time, obviously. On a drive afterwards, after Danny's asking for, like, he doesn't want to kill anybody again anymore in, in the car, Bob's going off on another one in his fucking backseat car rant. Dream sequences. Yeah. About family. You know, it's really all about family. And his henchman in the front's like, oh yeah, family, like my brother, my brother. Bob, shut, shut the, the fuck, fuck up. up. I'm yeah, the only one who can monologue in this fucking car. <laughs> I'll cut your bollocks off and feed them to the pigs I will. <laughs> yeah, so then he starts going off about family. He's like, Daddy, just so you know, you should always do everything you can for family, no matter what. And Danny's like, everything I can for family, no matter what? That's right, I, I Daddy. Should do anything family you can to get back to your family. You should get together to your family. No matter, no matter what, what it do. takes, even if you have to kill somebody, like, for example, me, Bob Hoskins. If you killed me, yeah. Bob Hoskins, so you could go back to your family that we've been watching this whole movie, you could do that. That's a thing you could do. You could probably 100% do it. I'm just telling you this for no reason. <laughs> Wait, Danny, why are you grabbing the wheel? Danny, no. Fuck. Danny, no. <laughs> Danny, no. Bad dog, Danny. Danny. You know, Danny, sometimes in family, you need a little tragedy just to bring everybody back together. Absolutely, uh-huh. boss. You know, it's like me and my brother in Blackpool. We used to go Excuse down the beach. Excuse me. And... Like, where's the man? Shut the I'm fuck talking. up. I'm talking. Day, boss. You know, I asked for a validation. God no, damn I thought, it. You know, Will you shut your yet? Now I've lost a train of my thoughts. What was I saying? Family. Right, right. Yeah. All this should be together. Exactly. Yeah. Families should be together. No what. So then Danny grabs the wheel and crashes their car and totally, definitely kills Bob Hoskins and all of his henchmen in the car again. And you see their necks snapped and flipped and everything. They're in the front two seats and it like lands upside down, sliding on those front two seats. And you see their like mangled bodies. There's like a limp arm hanging out with like blood coming out of it from Bob Hoskins. And you're like, okay. So he's definitely 100% killed Bob Hoskins again now, right? Yes, obviously. <laughs> yes. Bob Hoskins is super fucking dead. Yeah, there's no question that you could misinterpret that. Anyway. Anyways, so then we learn more about Danny's mom and that Danny's mm-hmm. mom actually went to a school to learn piano. 
yeah. and he remembers more about uh, what happens in his flashback cutscenes, in that it was actually Bob Hoskins creepily, like, you know, uh, rubbing up against his mom. She hit him with a, a pot, and then he shot her to death. And we also learned the reason why he took Danny in. It's because Danny ran out of the closet and kung fu'd his fucking henchman into the wall from 30 feet away. Nine-year-old Danny's power was fucking immeasurable. <laughs> this nine-year-old <laughs> comes out and kung fu's this man to shit. Holy shit. Uh, oh, man. Yeah. yeah, Morgan Freeman has this whole thing where he knows all piano players because of his magic piano connections. And so yeah, Danny's like, oh, my mom, my mom, my mom is a piano player. And he goes, oh, I know that room. <laughs> I know the room. I know the room from your flashbacks here. I'll go and take you there. Victoria's describing a room from a photo that Danny got as a collectible item in the previous level. Yes. And, and she's like, there's this piano and this piano. The and then there's two more pianos next to each other near a stained glass window. What type of pianos? Oh, this specific type. I know that room. <laughs> yeah. Do you know that room? His Morgan mystic Freeman? piano knowledge comes into Do play. You? Yeah, but that they find out that yeah, Bob Hoskins killed his mother, obviously. Yes. yes. Obviously. So that's irrelevant because Bob's fucking dead. Who cares? Right? None of this yeah. is important. He's already got his revenge. He killed Bob Hoskins, as it turns out. So then we hard cut to Bob Hoskins in a chair, rotating around as lightning strikes. He's like, I'm back. <laughs> I'm back, baby. <laughs> you can't kill me. Blah, blah. I'm, yeah, Bob Hoskins. Blah, blah, blah. I'm Bob Hoskins. You this can't kill so the boogeyman. <laughs> this is almost a Pet Cemetery movie. It's, it really is. He is unfucking killable It's amazing. It's, I hate when video games reuse boss fight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I have man. no okay. idea how they possibly justified that Bob Hoskins just walks back out of that car wreck again. So so then he drives up with all of his henchmen to Danny's new house. Mm -hmm. As Danny and Victoria are getting Morgan Freeman to try and hide in a, like, a closet, basically. Yeah, yeah he hides in the Which closet. Which is reminiscent like, oh, no, of what here. happened to Danny in the closet when his mom got shot. Do you get that? Yes, you get they it? very, very much get like, it? play that up. Oh my god. Fuck. Oh man. And then all the henchmen come in in video game fashion in a line as Danny beats them up one by one until their health bars go down. Uh-huh. And then the boss shows up and it's Bald Man who was just sitting there watching Danny at the fighting ring who oh, looks yeah, yeah, way yeah. out it's of powder. place. Yeah, powder like, comes in from like the, with a, a chair. Oh, yeah, it's like oh, a no, bleached white trench coat, bald white guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he shows up with a machete and just starts, like, attacking Danny in the room. And Danny and jumps out of window. he's got to rip his shirt again. How yeah, would you know that shirt. Danny's he in trouble? He rips his shirt. And, and then Danny jumps out the window and starts climbing along a uh, electrical wire. So yes. then Bald Powder Man throws his machete underneath Danny underneath chops the, the wire, wire above danny which then hard cuts to chopping the wire above him so it like it arcs down yeah, and yeah, up. yeah. it's like a boomerang machete it has well this man powers. is actually an australian because he's from the mad max fighting ring you see and that was not a machete yeah. it was a boomerang i i almost feel like he threw a you didn't realize weapon and <laughs> yes, like yes, crawl came blade. back God damn. how did the glaive come in so then then danny <laughs> likes he's he, George of the Jungle swings into a, a window uh, where a woman is showering in her bathroom. And he's like, oh shit, I should be quiet. I don't want to like interrupt. This is fucking weird. And, and as he goes to reach towards the door, the bald man from the building over <laughs> punches yes. through the door. <laughs> like through the through this solid door, knowing that he was on the other side right at that moment, reaching for the doorknob and like hits him yeah. in the fucking head. <laughs> And then they have this extended fight scene in this bathroom while this woman's covering herself with her shower curtain being like, what the fuck is happening? Screaming at the top of her lungs, yeah. And, uh. and most of the fight scene is in like a five foot wide little cubby five where foot? the toilet... No, no, it no, might no. be it's smaller like than that. Yeah, like it's... Yeah, a little so cubby where the toilet was. Doing like one inch punches at each other 
in this yep. tiny little tight enclosed space where they like, I forget how they get trapped in there, but they get trapped in this tiny little like, they would have to, they have to go like sideways like, to shuffle tries, past each other. Yeah, whenever one of them tries to get out, the other one like punches them back in basically. And they just keep yes. doing it over and over. It's, it's an extended fucking quick time event. It's amazing how tight it's this so space good. is though. I, like, I, I, I they can barely squeeze in like shoulder width. So they have yeah, to yeah. go in sideways and they're just like doing like little punches at each other. <laughs> it's so it's really dumb, good. but I have to point out like the choreography in this movie is absurdly good. It's yes. all the fight yeah, scenes yeah. look no, good. It's... They're just stupid as hell. Oh, all this it's the same as the rest of the movie too because like yeah. all of the the plot is stupid as hell. The actual character like the mm-hmm. dialogue is very 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 dumb. But the thing is that Morgan Freeman plays it really uh, straight and is incredibly reassuring and well done as the dad figure. Like Bob Hoskins is this awesome fucking villain for no reason whatsoever. He just plays it so goddamn hard. Like he goes, they all go so hard for it, even though it's all the stupidest setup and they're all really good actors. Um, God, I forget the name of the woman that's uh, Victoria's Victoria like the Karen act, the character, but I don't remember the actress. Yeah, I should yeah, I, she's somebody that's actually fairly well known. They, also, they should have put um, her on the poster. That's the problem. She should have been, but she was really good too. Like basically, all yeah. of the actors are very good in this. Yeah, Carrie Condon. That's who it is. Okay, she was um, really good. And, yeah, yeah, she was yeah. fantastic. She's in a ton of stuff, actually, as it turns out. But yeah, she uh, <laughs> she's in a bunch of these different things, and she's really good in this and they it's all the stupidest stuff but it's all done by very talented people so it kind of just works like all the action choreography uh they have who is the action choreographer for this too because it was somebody that was oh i don't remember god i i saw it at the end and i was like okay like uh i i need to look at it there was there was a, a thing though that was like really interesting and i was like yeah like there's a ton of obvious talent behind this and it's just but why like in the stu- the stupidest fucking movie and the stupidest the plot, movie. dumbest setup that's, that's exactly why yeah it just has so much talent behind it yeah all, all of the fight scenes are really well done like the stunts are great they don't do any of the you know quick cut like he throws a punch and they cut away from it it's it's well choreographed and done. Like it's it's really nice. It's really nice. So yeah, just because I, I went and looked it up, uh, it's Wu Ping Yin. I hope that I'm saying that right. But mm. he's also like as an example. Here's some of his work. He's the fight choreographer on Kill Bill Two. He was a martial arts advisor for Kill Bill One. He uh, was the kung fu choreographer for The Matrix. Uh, he was the action choreographer for Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Like. That all makes somebody sense. with some real fucking talent. He did uh, a bunch of the stunts for Kung Fu Hustle. Uh, he's okay. the fight choreographer for Fearless. Like he's well regarded and like works a lot with people like Jet Li and other really good. And, you know, like we mentioned earlier, actual Chow martial Yen artists. Fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, those yeah. people. Like, that makes total sense to me. Yeah, yeah, very much yeah. like that style. So it's really, really well done action choreography. It's just. In service of the goofiest fucking shit. Same with the acting, mm-hmm. right? Like it's all it's all good acting. It's just done in service of like fucking wild shit at every moment. So Danny defeats the the boss in the white trench mm-hmm. coat, the bald white man. Well, actually, because he dropped him on accident. He was trying to save his life, really. Yes. But his shirt ripped. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shirt ri- the shirt ripper has the ultimate irony. Yep, because the shirt ripper's shirt ripped. While he was hanging out a window, and and Danny was trying to pull him back in. And then he falls on Bob Hoskins' car, definitely killing him and everyone inside again. (laughs) I love, too, that Bob Hoskins, they have a really (laughs) stupid, stupid joke here, too, where Bob Mm -hmm. Hoskins has the car pull in with his henchman, and he goes, Okay, park it right here. We don't want this car to get wrecked, do we? Like all the others. <laughs> like this all the this other is ones. probably the safest spot. And then, literally five seconds later, <laughs> a man through the roof. <laughs> yep. So then Bob comes out, 
Cox is gone. He's like, I gotta do all this shit by myself, I guess. And we're like, whoa, Bob Hoskins getting in a kung fu fight. This whips. <laughs> and he does. He, he does. He does a very brief kung fu versus uh, Jet, Jet Lee. Yeah. It's... Ma'am. Yeah. Ma'am. So then Jet Lee is standing there and, and mm. Bob's like, looks like I'm gonna have to take you out like a bad dog that you are. You're a dog, Danny. Donna, a, a, a puppy, a little bark bark. <laughs> you just bark 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 bark. You're just a puppy, Donnie. Come with and he's me, like, Donnie. That's what I would say. Except I love you. And he throws his gun on the ground. <laughs> yeah, you gotta come back with me, Danny. He's like, Please, come on, Danny. Come, here. come, come on, on, boy. Come on, boy. <laughs> I got some treaties here in my pocket. <laughs> and pulls them over. <laughs> He, he's like, yeah, I should shoot you, but I just no. love you. I love my puppy too much. Yep. So then Danny like slowly walks over like Airbud, and and <laughs> and Bob Hoskins gives him a hug, and he's like, except I won't. Yeah, he gets ready to put a collar on him, and Danny's like, I don't. I am go home back already. To the old me. I yeah. don't need to go back to your home. I am mm-hmm. home. And then he kung fu's him. Ha ha, kung fu. Get kung fu, yeah. Bob Hoskins. <laughs> and Bob Hoskins and Jet Li do brief kung fu. Yep. And yep. Very brief, because Jet Li, I don't think Bob Hoskins had it in him to do anything with Jet Li for too long. And, and then Victoria and Morgan Freeman are yeah. in their closet, and they're like, no, we have to stop Danny before he kills someone. He's never killed anyone before. Definitely not, like, 12 people in this scene alone. <laughs> in this one scene where he's killing all these people. And... And they're like, yeah, we have to stop him. So they get out. They're like, Danny, don't you kill Bob Hoskins. Don't do it. And Bob's like, kill me, you fucking piece of shit, you boss. Give in to your feelings. (laughs) Danny, you'll never be anything more than a dog. You remember your mom? Remember how I killed her? Yeah, that (laughs) whole stupid thing. And then then as Danny's about to punch him with his punch of death. (laughs) Yeah, Morgan Freeman... (laughs) Oh my god, it's Morgan Freeman with a fucking flower pot from the outside. Oh my god, he's coming into the ring. <laughs> yeah. And Morgan Freeman hits him with a pot, knocks him out. Yeah. He's like, that guy says some shit, huh? <laughs> that man could talk some serious shit. They finally made Morgan Freeman say a bad word. The whole time, Bob Hoskins is just fucking cocks, cunts, just screaming and swearing in the most British way possible. So is Bob Hoskins dead, or did he get arrested? Like, what happened? (laughs) I don't... Is he just gone now? Bob Hoskins is fucking Wolverine. You can't kill him. (laughs) Like, there's no way. We hard cut to Carnegie Hall. (laughs) And and Danny and Morgan Freeman are sitting in the crowd wearing tuxedos now. And then Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman's like, hey, you like that around your neck? And it cuts and it's because he has a tuxedo and a tie. A bow tie. Nice bow tie it's not a yeah. collar anymore. He, it's a bow tie. And and we're like, oh, I thought it's Danny like was It's like a metaphor. Of <laughs> yeah. And it's Victoria's recital. And she's playing mm-hmm. the music of Danny's mother, M- Mozart that she also played on the piano and Danny sure. looks at her playing the piano and she looks back and Danny looks back and then it's actually his mom playing the piano and Danny lets out a single tear and he gets so excited that he, his tail just starts wiggling and and they're like no Danny Danny no don't oh he piddled on the floor oh, he's too excited on the floor. yeah but it, but like hard cuts to like <laughs> edgy 2000s fucking yes <laughs> electronic yes, music the... again <laughs> 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 that single tear goes down his eye immediately cheap. back into blade 2 music fucking a what a movie yeah what a movie this, this is thing... a this is a movie of a certain time period it, yes yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it it's equal parts like underworld and lock stock and two smoking barrels like it's, it's got it's like that snatch saints a, bit, a bit too like yes yeah but like that, that very style those are all very style, similar yeah. yes mm-hmm. the it's it's got like the early 2000s like 
British crime thing going on while also yes. having like the early 2000s edgy kung fu Jet Li thing. Like it's got, it's very much like the one and all that where everything's like shot very dark, right? All of the kung mm-hmm. fu stuff, it's all washed out and dark and it's all got like that boom 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 like pulsing beats for everything and god it's just yep it's, it's a movie uh, it's certainly of a time <laughs> so uh, but the it, only thing it, i'm it confused about because it's got such weirdness yeah the, the one thing i'm confused about though um so scooby-doo monster mm-hmm. unleashed the second one yes yeah. um scooby-doo villains yada yada whatever velma mm-hmm. uh the second movie is Unleashed with Kate Micucci, where Kate Micucci uses uh, horoscopes and astrology with a supermoon to fuck her pets, date her pets. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then this one, uh, Danny learns how to play piano. Uh, I don't know. This trilogy is very confusing. Well, we've got to wait for the fourth fourth movie where Jet Li fights Scrappy Doo, um, because they've <laughs> got to bring him back from the first I... Scooby Doo movie. It's like a Fast and the Furious thing. So you thought Scrappy mm-hmm. was dead, but like in Tokyo Drift, you know, like how Han dies. Spoiler alert for uh, Fast and the Furious. But wait, like, what? But then he's like going to come back, and so like they're go- they're going to bring Scrappy back, and you're going to have Han the Danny Solo dies in uh... Fast and the Furious. Yeah, it's really weird. Wow, what? Holy shit. Some, I didn't know uh, like I if I remember correctly, I think that Dom gets like a, a lightsaber and says to <laughs> uh Han, it's about family, and then runs him through and throws him <laughs> runs off the through. Yeah. <laughs> no, that makes I sense. That's I what ha- that. And then he's but he did it from a car, right? Like he was leaning he out was, of the it was car a drive and by joust him. Yeah, he like yeah. Yeah, he drive by jousted him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then threw him I off re- that I bridge. remember that scene, yeah. Yeah. So the the message of Jet Li's Unleashed, the unrated cut, is that Jet Li, Danny, the dog, mm-hmm. uh, his life was saved by music. Somehow. Yeah. yeah. I guess. What? <laughs> what? I think so. Yeah, I don't sure. I don't know how that wraps up the story, but So what sure. the hell happened to second villain man that was farting uh, farting that was fighting uh bob hoskins oh that guy just pissed off because he just what, what vanished happened, what happened to the bald the guy, guy that was a pervert just, running the fighting yeah. ring oh he fucked off he just has a fighting ring still i don't know yeah whatever I, I love that the the guy that bob hoskins gets set up is having like this big rival and i was almost that literally ran have... him over with a semi-truck And then, like, shot the car up and everything. And they don't do any... The first thing that he does when he comes back to life, when his soul reattaches to his obvious corpse, and he walks out of the wreckage, is he goes, I should get Danny and go back to that fight ring. (laughs) I should do that thing I was doing before, and never ever move forward in my life. I know that other guy shot me up, but let's just let bygones be bygones. Criminals, (laughs) you know, sometimes you just gotta let things be water under the bridge. As we all know, criminals are constantly people that are well known for forgiving and forgetting and never holding grudges and making sure mm-hmm. that, you know, sometimes you just have to move on. Anyways. fucking weird. Fucking weird movie. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, we should rate <laughs> Let's the dogs. Let's rate the dogs. So Danny the dog, our main hero, gently, uh-huh, uh-huh. really loves to play the piano, uh, can lap mm-hmm. up a soup like a good boy. Oh yeah, he does a very good lapping of the soup. Yes. Yeah. Uh, He's very doesn't... cute in little costumes. Uh, like I liked his little mm-hmm, Scottish mm-hmm. tartan that he wears. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, carries around his favorite Casio keyboard everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, drags it around. What a good He's boy! Got his good I, toys, I, I, yeah. I would give Danny the dog like a thirteen out of ten. That is a good dog. I mean, you know he's a good dog because he gets like four or five pets in there, and one of them he gets at least treats is too. Right. Yeah, he gets a kiss from Victoria. Uh, Victoria's the other dog. Victoria's a golden retriever in a human costume. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> at any moment, I was waiting for her to unzip her skin like she was from Cats and just go like, work, work. <laughs> I, Victoria's oh, also a 13 out of 10. That is a good dog. I really liked her character. I kind of liked a lot of the characters in this. They were... Yeah. 
they're all so ridiculous, but they all have a lot of fun. <laughs> Man, yeah. All right, that that's this episode, I guess. <laughs> I, I feel like I would recommend this movie to a certain group of people. It's not good, but it's it's competently done for being what it is. Mm, mm, mm. That makes sense. So, uh, that's it for this episode. Thank you for listening, everybody. Uh, this is, again, Rough Cuts. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Rough Cuts Cast. Uh, also, you can check out our Patreon, mm-hmm. which we would greatly appreciate uh, if you help. Uh, we, we rent these movies. We spend money on this. Uh, there's production involved. We, for in, some in reason, for some, somehow, we spend a lot of money on these fucking movies. Yep. So uh, anything that can help cover those costs, appreciated. Uh, you can also email us at roughcutscast at gmail.com. Um, I think that's I think that's it. That's all I got. Yeah, that's I think that's about it. I'm just gonna go and uh, I got I got a little bit of work to do. I I got this new job. I, I have to keep mm. going out and reattaching Bob Hoskins' soul to his body. <laughs> <laughs> and for some reason, he's fucking dead again. So I was like, you know, it's a full-time gig as it turns out. So I got to go down there and, you know, they called me in. It's just a busy week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It sucks too, man. There's not enough breaks in that job. Ugh. No. <laughs> uh, unless it's Bob Hoskins. <laughs> There's no breaks in the car. <laughs> That's <laughs> Every car is broke. God. Anyway, we're done. Bye. (laughs) I see. I think that we should do uh, the second unleashed. I I wouldn't be. I wouldn't mind that. (laughs) That would fit. Yeah. No. Like I. I wouldn't mind doing unleashed into unleashed. Yeah, we should do that then. My whole life ruined by dogs.